My name is David Leslie and as the Executive Director of the Rothko Chapel, it is my privilege to welcome you here this afternoon for the concluding interface service and community celebration as part of this special 50th anniversary weekend. When the chapel was consecrated and dedicated along with the broken obelisk, through a series of worship services and community gatherings February 26 through 28, 1971, the commitment to dialogue, mutual learning, respect, and justice were clearly seen and experienced. Religious representatives from the Christian, Jewish, and Muslim faith traditions were present, as well as political and community leaders from Houston and beyond. The opening of the chapel presented Houston with a new, expansive type of ecumenism, reflective of John and Dominique Dimonil's inclusive Catholic faith, inviting to the chapel people of all religious faiths and those with none. It also presented the city of Houston with a new sacred art place for worship and contemplation that the Dimonils, artist Mark Rothko, and others involved in its creation hope would engage people from different walks of life, places around the world, and disciplines. To best appreciate how they understood the chapel complete with the Rothko paintings, here are the words of Dominique Dimonil captured at the opening worship service on February 26, 1971. It is you, you the people of Houston, who will make the chapel what it will be. It is you who will use it, who will love it, and it's for what you will do it that finally we hope and I'm sure something will happen in the world. I don't think, uh, Dr. Shannon has asked me to talk about the paintings. I don't think I can really talk about Roscoe and the paintings because I think the paintings have to talk for themselves. I think this attitude of receptivity is indispensable in art. But I think it is also very necessary in religious life. And very often I've made parallels between art and religious life. I think to listen is a very important thing because everybody has something to say. And there's a growing awareness that God not only talks through his appointed official ministers, but also talks everywhere in the world who people of goodwill who wants to get together. He also talks to artists, and that's where really Osco comes in. So it is in this spirit we gather this afternoon in the midst of the holy and one another's company to celebrate the Rothko Chapel's first 50 years and recommit the chapel's mission to further community and social justice for the next 50 years and beyond. The program this afternoon will start here in the chapel, where we will receive gifts of music, prayer, scripture, and words from numerous religious and spiritual traditions, reflective in part of the world's faith traditions. We will then be blessed with members of the Sufi community as they gift us as in years past with their whirling meditative practice. And finally, as was the case in 1971, we finish on the plaza in the presence of Barnett Newman's Broken Obelisk 
dedicated to the living legacy of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. as we lift up and recharge our individual and collective commitments to the types of action that further justice and equity, leading to a world where all people are treated with dignity and respect. We will be inspired by both old and new friends of the chapel who collectively exemplify today's civil rights movement. To help you follow this afternoon's program, there's a link to access the program guide in the event description on Vimeo or attached to the registration reminder email. Today, we celebrate everyone who is part of the Rothko Chapel community. Some of the people you will meet this afternoon are well-known and have been involved in the chapel for years, including the opening events in 1971, while others are new to this transformative sacred space. And within the context of this important anniversary, we lift up those who built and care for this sacred space, the millions of people who have visited the chapel over the years, many of whom we may never know, but whose feet have graced the chapel floor, and all who have shared their hopes and dreams in the visitor comment books. Together, we are joined through this magnificent and transformative sacred space, the Rothko Chapel. I close my remarks this afternoon by thanking everyone who helped plan and participate in today's service and celebration. I also give thanks for this transformative space by acknowledging that the region in which the chapel was built and the community in which we live and work is the ancestral and unceded land of the Karankawa, the Okakisa, the Sana, and Atakapa Ishak, and other indigenous people. We lift up their elders, past and present, as well as future generations, mindful that this space is ultimately owned by none, yet open for all. Now, let us enter into this time of contemplation and thanksgiving with anticipation, joy, and hope for today and the days ahead. Hello, this is Teokazin Ghost Horse, and I'm walking the trail. It's winter. Winter reminding me of what's underneath the snow, what was there before previous, and all the memory of Earth. And in that memory, we know that is contained our experience as human beings with Earth. Many of us look to that peace that's there, but we're always performing it on the Earth. But another way I think about it is when have we lost the ability to understand the peace with Earth? As a native person from Turtle Island, as one native person from Turtle Island, I'm absolutely still in awe of what Mother Earth is experiencing from us and how I come to these woods, not just to listen, but to understand how 
Mother Earth is already listening to us. You see? And how she meets all of our needs. Here's every cry, every whimper, every prayer. And that's more or less answered when we understand the peace with Earth and not the performance of it. And so we don't get to have our own experience. <clears throat> and so we're not conveying that original intuition that we're all born with. We tend to take definitions out of context from what we feel to the emotion so that we manipulate truth easier because we're in denial of ourselves and our original intuition. So yeah, just a little thoughts today as I mask up and uh, wish to you the greatness that is the earth. It is a fortuitous occasion that we celebrate the 50th anniversary of Rothko Chapel during the week of the first International Day of Human Fraternity. It was a dream of John and Dominique de Menil that this chapel be a special place where love and the search for truth as unifying principles would engage both those of religious beliefs and those with none in a common search for human fraternity of brothers and sisters of a common father. The High Committee of Human Fraternity, established by Pope Francis and Sheikh El Tabeb, proposed a day of human fraternity based on fraternity, solidarity, and mutual understanding among people. The Pope greeted the Grand Iman as my brother, my friend, my companion and the challenges and risk and the struggle for fraternity. Fraternity is not only respecting and listening to others with an open heart, it is also the means of remaining firm in our own convictions. Otherwise, there is no fraternity if one's own convictions can be negotiated. Rothko Chapel, for 50 years, has been a special place where people of diverse cultures, traditions, and citizenships are respected and true fraternity is a way of life, without which there is no justice and no peace in the larger community. For 50 years, Rothko Chapel invites people of goodwill to spend time in its sacred space for spiritual renewal and a sense of contact with all humanity. As Pope Francis observed about the day of human fraternity, unless we build this fraternity, 
Our world without brothers and sisters to one another is a world without concern for the other as if he or she doesn't exist. Such a lack of fraternity imperils the world in which we live. Also, Pope Francis, in discussing the International Day of Fraternity, said this, either we are brothers and sisters or everything falls apart. It is a frontier, the frontier on which we have to build. It is the challenge of our century. It is a challenge of our time. This Rothko Chapel invites us to a serious reflection on the importance of human fraternity. A world without true fraternity among all people is a world fraught with dangers to our civilization, our way of life, and world peace. Rothko Chapel, for 50 years, has been a sacred place where human fraternity is a reality and where love and the search for truth embraces those of religious faith and all people of goodwill. Rothko Chapel, located in the heart of Houston, invites all people to spend a quiet time reflecting on the importance of every person to making peace and tranquility a common way of life in our community. God has blessed Rothko Chapel for 50 years and may his special blessings remain with it throughout eternity. Amen. These are the words of Jacob in the book of Genesis when he was lost and alone in the wilderness and lay his head to rest on a rock. How amazing is this place. Surely God is in this place and I was not aware of it. Here we stand in the Rothko Chapel, a space of stone and canvas. For 50 years it has been like Jacob's wilderness, a place that has taught us to notice the sacred. In silence or song, sitting or kneeling, staring or with eyes closed, alone and together, when we allow ourselves to linger in this space, we breathe in a different spirit. During their wilderness wandering, God called the Israelites to build their first sanctuary. Every member of the community was asked to contribute, everyone whose heart was so moved. Divinely inspired expert artisans did the skilled labor, but the tabernacle was a product of the whole community. The people's gifts, the text tells us, far exceeded the artist's need. Generosity is its own kind of holy work. We can do more together than we can do on our own. 
So we come here to give thanks for the Rothko Chapel's 50-year legacy of sacred space, inter-spiritual community, and daily invitations to connect and transcend and heal. How amazing is this place? Surely the divine is here. Let us notice and be transformed. Assalamu alaikum and peace be upon you. 
My name is Imam Dr. Basim Hamid, and I am a member of the Juris Council of Islamic Society of Greater Houston. I would like to congratulate Rathko Chapel on its 50th anniversary. Coincidentally, Islamic Society of Greater Houston recently celebrated their 50th anniversary last year. Both of our organizations have traversed the ever-changing landscape of our great city as it expands, takes on new challenges, endures moments of disaster and moments of prosperity. And I hope together we will continue taking on the possibilities and burdens of the future. Now, let us pray. In the name of God, the most merciful, the most gracious. Dear Lord, please bless the Rasko Chapel, their friends and their supporters. Grant them the ability to continue their works of goodness, especially in the areas of healing our communities, celebrating our triumphs and our differences, and furthering faith-based and societal-based education and opportunities for all. Help the Rathko to continually grow and provide increasingly greater service to all men and women. Please look with favor on the efforts of their work and provide them with energy and enthusiasm to help carry their strategy and devise innovative ways to serve the greater Houston community. Bless the leaders and board members of this organization and let them go forward with vigor and purpose to serve even better. Through their programs regarding social justice, environment, interfaith engagement, and education, and the Oscar Romero Award, please let their energy translate into success and their passion inspire others. Enlighten them so that they may know how you want them to accomplish their tasks. They desire your blessings in all that they do. Direct them throughout words, decisions, actions toward the right path and help them stay on track. In the Quran you say, وَأَحْسِنُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And do good, truly Allah loves the doers of good. Help them throughout this day and throughout the rest of the year to do good, to uplift our city, to uplift our state, and to be a shining example of what our nation can be. Hello, my name is Mark Vogel, Artistic Director of International Voices Houston, a multicultural choir comprised of Houstonians of over 35 different nationalities. Our music celebrates diversity and the world cultures from which our performers come, which is why the interfaith and intercultural work of the Rothko Chapel feels right in tune with our own mission to create global harmony by celebrating and giving voice to human difference. For the past 50 years, the Rothko Chapel has made a tremendous impact on this city and we are honored to help celebrate this significant anniversary. In the spirit of the chapel's work to illuminate our shared humanity, we offer an international song of peace. Performed virtually and sung in several languages, including Latin, French, Hindi, and Mandarin, this is Dona Nobis Pacem. Oh, no. 
In Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s book, Where Do We Go From Here? Chaos or Community, there is a chapter on the world house. It speaks of a family 
who inherits a great house. The stipulation of the will was that in order to receive the inheritance, they have to agree to live in the house together. We have inherited the earth under the same condition. We must learn to live in the world house together. When I visited the Rothko Chapel, I was informed that the founding benefactors wanted to ensure that it would be a place where all races and religions would be welcomed as one family. Such was the Spirit of God the very first day of creation. Dr. King talked about a dream, but Dr. King says that his dream was originally the dream of God and that God had sent him to share the vision of that world with all of us. Since Dr. King was sent to share that vision, it's important that we try our best to live into the dream of the Creator. To honor that vision, I wrote this poem entitled, God's Dream of the World, inspired by the images of the biblical prophets. And this is what that dream said. This is the world I've been dreaming of. This is the world I've been looking for. A world I call the beloved community. Everybody valued, secure and free. Dedicated to the common good. Diversity welcomed in the neighborhood. No oppression or domination. Justice the goal of every nation. Love the only true supremacy. Many ethnicities. One family. Bigotry condemned as evil and vile, warfare and sedition out of style, children respecting and enjoying each other, the needy cared for as sister and brother, the whole atmosphere as sacred space, creator and creatures, a loving embrace. Now that's the kind of world I've been dreaming of. That's the kind of world I've been looking for. Wake up and dream along with me and build the kind of world I intend it to be. Now that's God's dream of the world. Well, as we face these days, these times of the COVID-19 pandemic, we are discovering that the best hope of survival and return to normal will come as we learn to work together 
and to recognize our responsibility for all of us together. What a powerful learning experience that is, and it confirms that we are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, as Dr. King talked about. Until all nations have the benefit of the vaccine, the lives of the rest of us will be imperiled. Could it be that we will finally learn from the pandemic that God will bless America as we learn to respect, bless, and care for each other. Our nation's founding documents affirmed that we are created equally and are called to be one people under God. Now with partisan division, religious bickering, and ethnic strife, we will spread alienation and mistrust. But Rothko Chapel is inclined and determined to promote unity and to build bridges of understanding. We can be a gorgeous mosaic. We of America along with citizens of the world. And now we can affirm that those who are blessed to share time in the sacred space of Rothko Chapel will experience the healing power of the spirit of love and justice, compassion and peace. Hello everyone, I'm so excited to be part of the 50th anniversary celebration of the Rothko Chapel. By reflecting on the positive role played by this very important institution of bringing people together and creating a sense of community, I am reminded of the words of Guru Nanak, the founder of the Sikh faith, who wrote in this beautiful hymn, Sab mein jot jot hai de chanan sab mein chanan He says every human being has the same light, the light which has created this entire universe. And each human being reflects God's light and God's purpose. And Guru Nanak, when he started his journey as a leader to lay down the foundation of this new faith, he also declared, there is no Hindu, there is no Muslim. He did not mean to deny the religious identity of these great faiths or any faith. What he meant was that in the eyes of God, these labels mean very little. God loves everyone. God loves all faiths and we are all God's children. And Guru Nanak also gave another beautiful thought 
ਗੁਣਾ ਕਹੋਵੇ ਵਾਸਲਾ ਕਡਵਾਸ ਲਈ ਜੈ ਜੇ ਗੁਣ ਹੋਣ ਸਾਜਨਾ ਤਾਂ ਸਾਝ ਕਰੀ ਜੈ ਸਾਝ ਕਰੀ ਜੈ ਗੁਣ ਹੈ ਕੇਰੀ ਛੋੜ ਅਵਗੁਣ ਚੱਲੀਏ ਛੋੜ ਅਵਗੁਣ ਚੱਲੀਏ if you want to live a life full of purpose and meaning then open up smell the fragrance of such people who are creating love in this world who are spreading kindness who are standing up for others who are lifting up the poor and those who don't have the voices you can be inspired in their company but he also reminded that when you are trying to create a community focus on each other's positive things rather than on the negative side leave aside the negativity leave aside each other's imperfections and shortcomings focus on the strengths and then only you will create a a better community a loving nation and a harmonious world and that is what the world is waiting for and i would also like to offer my prayers for the rathko chapel all its patrons the members the supporters the board of directors so this institution can continue to be a positive force in this nation and in the world may god bless us all thank you we come together in the light of aura mazda to celebrate the rathko chapel's 50 year journey the people we have met friendships made music played words spoken laughter silence tears smiles and prayers shared for this and so much more we give thanks we give thanks for god's spirit of hospitality found at the rothko chapel a place where art invites us into community and all are welcomed we are grateful for space to picnic on the chapel grounds gather with family in times of joy and sorrow meditate in moments of silence and honor our shared humanity. We know that there are times when we fall short in living as a kind and compassionate community. A harsh word, a disparaging thought, an averted glance, a time we did not stop a classmate from being bullied, a time we did not fully listen to each other. We are grateful for the sacred call of reconciliation and ask for the courage and wisdom to bring love to all our relationships and stand together in solidarity and unity. We also join together asking for the strength to answer the call of our faith traditions, prophets and leaders to equitably serve those in need, feed the hungry, bring joy to those in sorrow, house those who are without shelter comfort those who are sick and heal those who have been injured in all our words thoughts and actions let us live in ways that help further peace throughout the world we affirm that peace without justice is not complete let this anniversary celebration be a time when we honor the call of the holy to renew our commitment to lift up those who have been abused, killed, imprisoned or harmed because of the color of their skin, sexual orientation, religion, country of origin, economic standing or political affiliation. 
Let us find the courage to further justice so that all may experience lives full of possibility. We know today that the health of the planet and the future of all who depend on its elements for life is uncertain. God of all creation, let us be mindful of the health of all species, the plants and the trees, the land, the water, and the air that provide us a planetary home of abundance, this blue dot in the cosmos. Let us affirm our connections to one another and all living beings so that we can live with certainty that this place we call home will sustain life for future generations. Today, we celebrate the first 50 years of the Rothko Chapel and give blessings for the journey ahead. Let us remember the power of radical hospitality so that all are welcomed and all voices heard. Let us protect and nurture places where people can find rest and renewal amidst the noise and busyness of the day. Let us honor the sacred in each of us, affirming our diverse spiritual traditions, supporting one another, and coming to each other's aid. Let us be a healing presence, sharing love, hope, and resources so that we may all live a life of dignity with the ability to realize our dreams. Let us find the courage and solidarity to stand against injustice, righting wrongs and creating equity for all. Let us honor the Creator by living humbly and sustaining the earth that we call home for today and tomorrow's generations. And as the Rothko Chapel prepares for the next 50 years, may our space and community be guided by the words of St. Oscar Romero. Peace is the generous, tranquil contribution of all to the good of all. Peace is dynamism. Peace is generosity. It is right and it is duty. Peace be upon you for the journey ahead. 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 Assalamu alaikum for the journey ahead. Aap sab ke jeevan mein shanti bani rahe. Om shanti shanti shanti. Mampo kangi san nai shiatsu ichigan sukui kuyo. Isai no sambo beshte wa koso daishito. Raito dojo chiken shoran go hominoju. I invoke the ancestors of the families and friends of the Rothko Chapel, and in particular, the Manil family. As a Buddhist, I learned early about the value of the three treasures, Buddha, Dharma, Sangha, or teacher, teachings, and community. A faith tradition cannot continue without these three treasures. Yet the importance of community has often been undervalued as a vehicle for maintaining and strengthening the path of faith. This treasure of community is a foundation of Dominique Manil's vision in establishing Rothko Chapel, which development and continuance are based in and have contributed to furthering 
what the Buddhists call the six perfections, generosity, morality, patience, diligence, concentration, and wisdom. These perfections are found in all faith communities and have been exemplified in the Rothko community in its welcome of the world of diversity and difference. All those who have been welcomed here have found a place of safety, of refuge, and of deep contemplation. Rothko Chapel has become a temple of respect for all, for opening hearts and generating hope for a unified community. These past 50 years have given birth to a culture where in the words of Dominique Menil, communities continue to find in their common aspiration the possibility to dialogue with one another in a spirit of respect and love. We have witnessed the wonder and joy of the human spirit at Rothko, which has contributed to a unique, unique culture in our city, and with the continuing support of all of us, will continue to blossom in the future. In the words of Japanese author David Masumoto, culture binds us, gives us meaning, and provides us with foundation. It surrounds, entangles, and supports our daily lives, a matter of learning what it is we have to know to belong within a family and community. May Rothko continue to be our community far into the future. Namu myoho denge kyo
Everything whirls. The soul whirls, the atoms whirl, the cells whirl. All life is whirling around the source. And the Hadith speak of the soul of the Prophet and of the Prophets whirling in pre-eternity around the Beloved. Um, the great lovers of love say that they will simply be whirling around the Beloved, not desiring stations in paradise and all that comes with the paradise self, but simply the Beloved. So somehow, whirling seems to be the movement at the heart of the lover and at the heart of love. That seems to be the perfect form created by Allah or manifested by Allah's own essence in relation to the lover, in relation to the beloved, so and the lover in relation to the beloved. It seems to be the nature of love to world because you can't stay still. If you have an influx of love, what do you do? I mean, you can run, <laughs> you know, that's good too. But somehow whirling is closer than running because running is like a line. You know, we can keep running to the Beloved, but when you whirl, you feel that the Beloved is in the center. And so you were, you were never far uh, as you whirl. You are always with the Beloved, with the Beloved, in the Beloved, through the Beloved, as the Beloved, as the Beloved, as the Beloved. Uh, this is something of the nature of whirling on the beloved whirls around the lover also. So the beloved is also whirling. So it can almost be um, this even more complex form uh, of whirling and of creating this dynamic of love, of lover and beloved. And then maybe that still point within that dynamic that is simply the, the essence and within the world, so within this intense movement is the stillness also, the still point, the dot.
But the world seems to be the best way to combine the essence and the manifestation because everything is sort of in harmony in the world and, and in unity so that we can live life and experience the intensity of love through creation, in creation, um, in the world. Life is a, a whirling. Happy 50th anniversary, Rothko Chapel. I am so sorry I'm not able to be with you in person, but I fondly remember my time performing at the chapel in 2015 on MLK's birthday. In celebration of this day and to mark this occasion of the opening of the Rothko Chapel and the dedication of the broken Iblis to the living legacy of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., I would like to offer a short video clip from my presentation there. I think this message still rings true today. The struggle for justice and equality for all continues 
And the message that I shared as a freedom singer during the Civil Rights Movement remains relevant. Places like Rothko Chapel, where people of different religions, race, and age come together and unite in the struggle for social justice is so important today. Again, happy 50th. Songs of Freedom kept the inner being strong. Singing caused one to become engulfed with power to keep thoughts and temper in line. Only your goals pressed a front. Singing lessened the pain of the force from the water hose. Singing took away some of the sting of the cattle prod and the strike of the billy club. Singing silenced out the sounds of growling dogs and the name calling. Singing took away much of the smells and discomforts of the jail cells. Without the songs, we may not have stayed strong spiritually, mentally or physically enough to follow a nonviolent course as Dr. King believed. Today, Songs of Freedom speaks loudly during social unrest. Today, Songs of Freedom plays the role of teaching the history of the movement. And you can relate to social problems today. My belief, without freedom songs, there would not have been a movement of nonviolence. Wait in the water. Wait in the water, children. Wait in the water. God. Gonna trouble the water. Come on and wait in the water. Come on, sing. Wait in the water, children. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
Come on away in the water. In the water. Yes, he is. My, my, my God's gonna trouble. Yeah, yeah. God's gonna trouble. God's gonna trouble. Hello, I'm Mayor Sylvester Turner. Happy 50th anniversary, Rodco Chapel. This place of solace and comfort has been part of the rich cultural fabric of Houston for decades. Mark Rodko once said, a painting is not about an experience, it is an experience. And that's exactly what you get when you go inside the chapel and absorb the paintings. People from all over come to sit inside Take in the seven black and seven plume colored canvas and meditate. In a time when so many are grappling with various trauma and preoccupied with how to navigate the pandemic, the Rock Coast Chapel is an important space for interpersonal reflection as well as collective healing. It will forever be an important place for interfaith contemplation. Let me begin by wishing a happy 50th anniversary to the Rothko Chapel and a huge congratulations to the folks that have worked over the years to make this place what it is. Over the past 50 years, the county on which the chapel sits have changed so much from an oil boom town to the sprawling metropolis that we have now, where people come from all over the world in pursuit of the American dream where more than a hundred languages are spoken and so many faiths are practiced. All throughout this time, certain things have remained constant, like the spirit of community and mutual respect that has kept our region united and allowed it to survive through so many challenges and so many tragedies. But there are other things that also have remained constant. Things like the barriers and systemic barriers to achievement that continue to plague our region and so many communities within it. Throughout these 50 years, the Rothko Chapel has remained a symbol of the unity, of the strength, the tolerance that is a bulwark against that inequality, that racism, that force of division. And that, I think, is what we need to celebrate today. Our strength doesn't need sunlight to survive, just like the chapel. It continues even in times of darkness, and we can see that strength, and we can see that beauty. And we must remember it, especially during these times. 
And so as we celebrate this anniversary, I want to thank all involved and I want to thank and honor this space for being that symbol of our collective strength, of our unity, of our tolerance, and most importantly, a reminder that the work is not done. I want to congratulate the Rothko Chapel on another anniversary. And I'm so sorry that we could not gather in person, uh, but I, I do want to say that I am there with you in spirit. And I do want to say at this moment in time in our history, when we need so much unity in our country, that so many of the faith organizations uh, can take their cue and take their leadership from Rothko. You know, it was really interesting when we talk about farm workers who are putting the food on our, on our table every single day. In order for them to get any kind of justice, it took 17 million Americans not to eat grapes. That one simple thing, not to buy grapes, not to eat grapes. And they were able to bring farm workers a measure, measure of justice, toilets in the fields, rest periods, cold water, rest, uh, the right to organize, unemployment insurance. So it took all of these people in our country that came together to do that one simple act. We saw this recently where again, millions of Americans voted so that we could change the administration of our country uh, to be a, a more socially just administration. So we kind of know what we have to do that we all have to come together to bring justice, to bring racial equity, to bring gender equity, to uh, fix the uh, inequity that we have right now in terms of uh, people that are very poor and people that are very, very rich. And that we know that we have to change that. But uh, the, our faith community has to take leadership like the Rothko Chapel has, has done over the years uh, to kind of preach the respect that we need the respect for women's reproductive rights, respecting LGBTQ rights, and respecting all and working for and ending the racism that we have in our country. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, racism is a sickness and we all have to be the healers, but we know that we can only do that if we all come together and take the steps that we need to end the systemic racism that we have in our society and make sure that we can go forward on all of the different issues that we have that are facing us, the health issues, the issues of climate uh, change and the environment, and all of these things, they can be healed, but we have to do it by coming together, by working together, and and having that example of the Rothko Chapel, that each one of us is responsible and that we have to take care of each other and work for each other. We can make this happen. Thank you, Rothko Chapel, for your wonderful example over the years. And we need you now more than ever. We can come together in unity. Si se puede, which means, yes, we can. Thank you very much. In celebration of the Rothko Chapel's 50th anniversary, we have received greetings from His Holiness the Dalai Lama and former U.S. President Jimmy Carter. His Holiness the Dalai Lama visited the chapel in 1979 to meet with scientists and religious leaders, and in 1991 to lead an interfaith prayer service for world peace. On February 25th, His Holiness writes, I'm happy to know that celebrations to mark the 50th anniversary of the dedication of the Rothko Chapel 
are being held later this weekend. I have twice visited the chapel. I admire and support the founding ideal for the chapel, that it should be an interfaith, non-sectarian sanctuary welcoming to all. Being explicitly open to people of every belief, it provides an opportunity for experience and understanding of all traditions to grow. As a Buddhist monk, I am personally committed to fostering harmony among all our religious traditions. I believe religion remains relevant today and will have an important role in human society for the foreseeable future. Religion has inspired a flow of compassion, along with great acts of altruism, whose effects have resonated in the lives of millions. Religious faith and practice have the potential to bring us inner peace, so it's especially sad when conflict occurs in the name of religion. Therefore, from the point of view of peace in the world, and to foster the beneficial potential of religion in the world, our faith traditions must find ways to relate to one another with mutual acceptance and genuine respect. We can do so by affirming the fundamental value of the compassion that lies both at the heart of human nature and at the core of the ethical teachings of all the world's major religions. Then we can truly develop a deep recognition of the value of other faiths, and on that basis, we can cultivate genuine respect. As a sanctuary, not only for personal reflection, but also as a place to bring people together, the Rothko Chapel has a valuable role to play in contributing to that goal. With my prayers and good wishes, the Dalai Lama. From 1986 to 1994, the Rothko Chapel's founder, Dominic DeMinil, partnered with former U.S. President Jimmy Carter to present the Carter Manil Human Rights Prize. Together, they recognized 17 individuals and organizations and presented seven $100,000 prizes. President Carter writes, to the Rothko Chapel, Raza and I are pleased to congratulate you on your 50th anniversary. Since your founding by Dominique and John DeMinil, you have embodied their mission of creating opportunities for spiritual growth and discussion that illuminate our shared humanity, striving for a world where all are treated with dignity and respect. The Rothko Chapel provides a sanctuary for dialogue, prayer, worship, and action, supporting the Demonel's strong commitment to human rights by providing a rallying place for those concerned with peace, freedom, and social justice. We were honored to know Mrs. Dimonil as a Carter Center founder, donor, and collaborator in our work. We celebrate her legacy and look forward to your next 50 years of offering hope for a troubled world. With best wishes, sincerely, Jimmy Carter. We give thanks for the friendship of these two world leaders and wish them good help as they continue to work for a world where all are treated with dignity and respect. Thank you for joining us today as we celebrate the first 50 years of the Rothko Chapel. I'm Michael Piana, Chair of the Rothko Chapel Board of Directors. I hope you have enjoyed this program commemorating the 50 years that the Rothko Chapel has served the community as an important, iconic space in Houston, complete with the amazing Mark Rothko paintings, for reflection and meditation, and dialogue addressing justice and human rights in our world. The board wishes to thank all of those who have worked so hard to provide this remembrance of the history of the chapel. A special thanks to the chapel staff, especially our program and technical team, Ashley Clemmer, Kelly Johnson, and Ben Doyle. 
The current board also wishes to thank all of those who have come before us these past 50 years, who have been committed to our mission and have ensured the access to and relevancy of the Rothko Chapel in this world. To our founders, previous boards, advisors, staff, volunteers, and donors, a big thanks to your commitment and support over the past 50 years. I invite everyone to join us as we continue to celebrate our 50th anniversary by visiting our website for upcoming events and programs such as Rothko and Jazz, our Spring Symposium, and a premiere of a new musical work remembering the dedication of the chapel. Thank you for joining us today. Speaking of the original dedication, we are honored and so pleased to have Reverend William Lawson, founding pastor of Houston's Wheeler Avenue Baptist Church, with us today. He participated in the 1971 dedication of the Rothko Chapel, and he is here today to provide our benediction and final charge. All right, Daddy, what would you like to say about the 50th anniversary of the Rothko Chapel? This is a major occasion, and I'm glad for the chapel, for the city of Houston, for the United States, because I think that this is a major occasion. I think that it is something that will help us to remember the meaning of meditation, of art, and the demonials. What do you remember about the that day back in 1971 when they unveiled the chapel? Just that there were many of us, probably many thousands of us, who were blessed by the fact that these people had given to the city this, this, this major piece of property. And from that time until this, uh, we have been able to see something where people could just go and think and pray. And, 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 and it has been that kind of meaning for us. What means the most to you about a non-denominational chapel, about really a spiritual place? Mostly that it doesn't shut anybody out that everybody is accepted uh, in a place where prayer and meditation uh, is, 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 the, is the word of the day. What do you remember about the Demonel's pride in opening that place? Uh, I felt that this was something uh, way ahead of its time, but it was something where, where a city should be able to think of all of its people. But here you were, these two wealthy white people who certainly didn't have to experience any discomfort on their own, but wanted to pay homage to Martin Luther King Jr. What did you think about that at the time? Well, I think that it wasn't just that they wanted to pay homage to a single human being, but that the principles for which he stood, they want to, to recognize. Creator of us all, thou who has established all law and justice, the one who set standards for all mercy and compassion, the one who gives audience to the lowliest among us and who allows the least among us to have a word in your presence by whatever name we call you, you are God. Thank you for your blessings despite the hardships. Thank you for the beauties of our lives despite the ugliness. Look with mercy upon our disobedience to your values and upon our violation, upon your, your principles, and teach us the human values of Moses and Allah and Jesus and Buddha. 
their stewards, such as the Dumanils. Strengthen our faith and improve our servanthood on earth so that we shall leave behind a better legacy than when we go to join our ancestors. Amen. I woke up this morning with my mind. My was Keep your mind. My mind it was safe.